when the Senate had heard the news that the Gordiani were dead, they had indeed decided to appoint a new emperor. But they had not turned to a man with troops at his back, not to a governor in Britain, on the Rhine or in the East, not to Capellianus himself. Instead, they had decided they would elect one of their own, a senator resident in Rome. Worse still, they had deferred their choice until yesterday. It was odd. There was a new Augustus, and Capellianus did not know his name or what he looked like. Whoever the Senate had acclaimed, the civil war would continue. Capellianus was better off here, out of the way, on the southern frontier. Only a miracle could stop Maximinus winning. But the Thracian was hated, and another revolt was a certainty. Capellianus glanced over at Sabinianus riding beside him. The treacherous patrician might yet find himself wearing the purple, and, if he ever did, Capellianus would be standing behind his throne. A flock of doves clattered up as they rode into the oasis. It was surprisingly dark under the palm trees. Everywhere were water channels and conduits, crossing and recrossing each other. Fruit trees were planted between the trunks of the palms, vegetables and grain between the fruit trees. Every inch of soil was cultivated. A glimmer of pale mud-brick walls showed where the settlement lay at the southern extremity of the oasis. A flash of movement caught Capellianus's eye. His heart shrank. Was it an ambush? He scanned the trees wildly. Small shapes flitting between the boughs. Children. Nothing but a few local children. The settlement was unwalled, but the houses abutted each other, and their windowless rear walls formed a perimeter. The track entered the village via a narrow, easy-to-barricade passage. Inside, there was no one on the street. All the doors and windows were shuttered. Higher walls and a watchtower ahead indicated the citadel. Some fifty or so speculatories were drawn up for inspection in the small courtyard. Capellianus reined in, but remained mounted. A centurion stepped forward. I am... Marcus Aurelius Victorius, centurion of the speculatories stationed at Ad Palmen. Capellianus took his time. You are the one also known as Verota. Yes, sir. The centurion looked surprised, as well he might, Capellianus thought. Three of the so-called frontier wolves had been captured alive outside Carthage. They had been questioned with diligence before being dispatched to Hades. Where are Filirio and Faraxin? Given his mission, Capellianus saw no reason for pleasantries. Gone, sir. When? Two days ago. Where? To the west. The west? Verotta hesitated. Through the lesser lake of Triton. Tomorrow you will lead me after them. Verotta's eyes flicked away, as if hoping help would emerge from some corner of the dusty yard. I do not know the paths through the marsh, sir. Capellianus looked down at him. Filirio and Faraxin know the paths, but you, a fellow officer of the speculatories, do not. The marshes are lethal. Very few.